0: Hi there, and welcome to this episode of the Love to Tell the Story podcast. I'm Michael Lowry, pastor of East Congregational United Church of Christ in Concord, New Hampshire. It will come as no surprise to anyone who knows me at all that my absolute favorite meal of the year is, of course, Thanksgiving dinner. The main reason for this is, of course, the turkey. Yes, I'll admit it. To quote Gene Shepard's wonderful line from the movie A Christmas Story, like the old man in that story, I am a turkey junkie, a bona fide galley turkacanus freak. Now, I love just about everything connected with Thanksgiving dinner, from the stuffing to the pumpkin pie and everything in between. But actually, I gotta confess to you, that coming a fairly close second to the turkey itself has to be the mashed potatoes. Specifically, and if at all possible, made with genuine Aroostook County potatoes, planted, grown, and harvested in Maine soil. Now, I know that this makes me sound like something of a New England loyalist. And admittedly, on those occasions I'm at the market, I've tended to carefully check labels on the produce bags, not only for fear of bringing home some lesser spud from places like Idaho or California, a faux pas that could potentially ruin any feast, don't you know? But also, just in case, on that produce bag I will find that I know the town where the potatoes were grown, or even perhaps recognize the name of the family whose farm produced that particular harvest. And so what a treat it was, especially during our years when we lived in the Midwest, To pick up a bag of potatoes and discover that they came from the familiar locales of Bridgewater or Monticello, Maine. I guess that for me, potatoes, as well as the Thanksgiving celebrations in which they're served, have always come to seem to me to represent home and the people who live there. I also have to say that that as much as I enjoy potatoes, I also appreciate potatoes. They are, after all, such a common part of our diet that it's easy to forget how much work is involved in getting them to us. That potatoes even grow in the rocky soil of northern Maine is improbable. Historically speaking, experts used to tell farmers who settled in the Aroostook wilderness that they were crazy to try to grow anything up there, and frankly, there are still a lot of people who still say that. Indeed, if you're a potato farmer up in the county, as we call it up there, you know that even in the best of circumstances, what you're doing is a difficult and risky proposition. You plant as soon as the ground thaws, you work from sunup to sundown all through the summer pulling weeds and picking stones, and then you rush to get the potatoes out of the ground before snow flies, which in that part of the world can quite literally happen anytime in the fall. And all through this cycle of seed time and harvest you're fervently hoping and praying that there's been the proper measure of sun and rain so you don't lose that crop entirely not to mention that when the harvest finally comes there'll be a decent price paid per barrel it's an arduous task to be sure but in the end it becomes a good and joyous thing not only for the farmer and the workers in the fields but also for you and me who are fed from the harvest. And therein lies the parable, friends, speaking to the truth in farming as in life itself, that out of great difficulty will often come something of great meaning and joy. This is actually one of the great themes of scripture, as proclaimed by the psalmist, singing songs of hope to the people of Israel in the midst of their captivity in Babylon. May those who sow in tears reap with shouts of joy, it reads. Those who go forth weeping, bearing the seed for sowing, shall come home with shouts of joy, carrying their sheaves. That's from Psalm one to twenty-six, verses 5 and 6 to be exact. And it turns out that this is a song that's timeless. Truly, there are many of us who in the midst of our own seasons of living have known what it means to have sown in tears, but who also have come to know the incredible strength, peace, and yes, even the joy that comes out of the experience. When you recognize that this movement from weeping to laughter comes only by the graceful and guiding hand of a loving God. With its place at the beginning of an almost overwhelming holiday season, along with the increasingly ubiquitous focus on things like Black Friday and Cyber Monday, I often fear that as a culture we've misplaced the purpose and the true meaning of Thanksgiving Day. Nonetheless, next Thursday, as I say these words, the yearly tradition will unfold yet again, and many of us will be gathering to rightly express gratitude for our abundance, to be thankful for our manifold blessings. In ways as varied and as unique as our families and friends, we will pause, if only for a moment or two, to give thanks for the fruit of the harvest, for the gifts of God that is manifest in our lives, our health and our food, and for the people whom we love and who love us, and for all the good things that we've received in our lives over these past 12 months. And then, of course, to enjoy the sumptuous feasts of turkey and mashed potatoes. And while this is how it should be, and will be, I suspect, for most of us, understand me when I also say to you that this is the easy part of true thanksgiving. What's harder, what's more challenging, is to give thanks for the arduous journeys that brought us to the table of feasting, to show grateful praise for even the difficulties of our lives and living, and to acknowledge with whole hearts and with hopeful certainty that even though the way might still be rough at the moment, it won't always be. For as they said among the nations, the Lord has done great things for them. That's Psalm 126 again. Well, friends, so might it be for us. Whether this coming Thanksgiving Day finds us safely at home or in some kind of exile, Whether we're in the midst of laughter or filled with tears, may this time be for each one of us a day of true celebration, indeed, a season of celebration, a season for truly being thankful in all circumstances, lifting up praises to the God who leads us amidst the sowing of tears, so that in time, good time, God's time, we can return home with shouts of joy. And that brings us to the close of this episode of the Love to Tell the Story podcast. I'm Michael Lowry, and I thank you for listening today. And until next time, stay safe, be well, and may God bless you with a great day every day. We'll talk to you soon.